Good morning. It's May 10th. It is a bright morning with low humidity here in New York City on the way to what's supposed to be a very fine day. And this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. A jury found Donald Trump civilly liable for sexual abuse yesterday, awarding $5 million in damages to the writer E. Jean Carroll, who said that Trump had assaulted her in a dressing room in a department store in the 1990s. In a verdict that took very little time to arrive at, the jury agreed that it believed that Trump had assaulted Carroll. However, the jury just as swiftly exonerated Trump's penis of any role in the assault, finding him not liable for the specific act of rape. Evidently, they believed Carroll's story, but they didn't want to be unfair to the penis. The majority of the damages, $2.7 million, were not for the sexual assault itself, but for the defamation claim arising from Trump denying it and calling Carol a liar in a post on his Truth Social Network. George Santos, who was elected to Congress on the strength of a completely fabricated biography, has reportedly been charged by federal prosecutors with something or other. Three bylines on the front of the Times were unable to say what the charges might be, but he may appear in court today and find out. Hang on, it's time for an Indignity Morning Podcast breaking news update. No sooner had we finished making this morning's recording than news came over the wire, by which you mean Sylvia Killingsworth tweeted out what was coming across her Bloomberg terminal, that the federal indictment of George Santos has been unsealed. Boy, I wish we had some teletype sound effects to lay under this. The Times reports on its website that Mr. Santos was charged with seven counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, one count of theft of public funds, and two counts of making materially false statements to the House of Representatives. Indignity further charges George Santos with fundamentally being kind of boring as a news object. He's like some Saturday Night Live catchphrase comedy figure whose catchphrase is, yeah, that was also a lie. Maybe now he'll go away. This concludes your Indignity Morning Podcast breaking news update. Next to that on the front page, Biden and McCarthy talk debt getting nowhere, as the Biden administration appears to have successfully maneuvered itself into a position of either allowing Republicans to extort heavy budget cuts in the name of productive bipartisan negotiations, or just taking the blame for the default if it happens. In Pakistan, paramilitary troops arrested former Prime Minister Imran Khan on corruption charges in what the Times describes as a showdown between the powerful Pakistani military and Mr. Khan. While Pakistani political leaders have faced arrest before, the Times writes, never has anyone like Mr. Khan so directly and with mass popular support challenged the military, which for decades has been the invisible hand wielding power behind the government. In protests following the arrest, the Pakistani newspaper Dawn reports, there have so far been three deaths, 42 injuries, and more than a thousand arrests. Senator Dianne Feinstein, who was incapacitated since February by a case of the shingles on top of her ongoing cognitive decline, reappeared in Washington, D.C. yesterday and is expected to resume her duties or something that can pass for her duties on the Senate Judiciary Committee, allowing the Democratic majority to return to confirming federal judges. And best in show at the Westminster Dog Show went to a Petit Basset Griffon Vendillon by the name of Buddy Holly, a big breakthrough triumph for a breed of dog that your Indignity Morning podcast had no idea existed 10 minutes ago, and which has so little traction in America that people just call it a PBGV, which is not really that much more intelligible or easy to say than the French name. Congratulations to Buddy Holly and to his breed, which we should really just start calling a Petit Basset Griffin Vendine. 
if they're going to be winning our dog shows. What was the point of going through the Norman Conquest if we can't just use our own congenial pronunciations for French words? That's the news. Keep your coats fluffy and well-groomed. Please subscribe to Indignity and send us some money to sustain all of our text and audio product offerings. And we will talk again tomorrow. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 